Blog Talk Radio. everyone, and welcome to Zen Up, a podcast produced by Sunbury Press's Book Speak Network, and you are on Episode 8. I am your host, Susan Kistis. In this show, we bring two worlds together, wellness and spirituality. From yoga to Buddhism, healthy eating to turning dreams into reality, listeners will find themselves on a journey into their own virtual spiritual pilgrimage. If you want to continue the conversation after the show, visit my Facebook page, Yogic Living with Susan, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at susankisskiss.com. If you love this podcast and you like variety in your podcast, you might want to check out the Book Speak Network here on Blog Talk Radio. Sunbury Press has other great shows to appeal to those who are interested in mysteries, horror, and author interviews. My guest today is intuitive and spiritual counselor, Anne-Marie Heckert. Anne-Marie is a medium of angels and spirits. She's also a Reiki master teacher, as well as a registered 200-hour yoga teacher. This is her second time as a guest on Zen Up. Anne-Marie, welcome back to Zen Up. Good morning. Hi, Susan. Thank you so much for having me back. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. So I was not just even a few short months ago that you were on the show and we had a wonderful discussion about your gifts as an intuitive, as a medium, and how they developed from when you were a child, how they grew as an adult, different classes um, that you've taken in order to strengthen them. And it was such a fun conversation and appealed to so many listeners. I was so excited to um, invite you back and, and now have you back on the show. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Yeah, and it was a great discussion. Of course, Susan, you're a great host. You make it easy. <laughs> and of yeah. course, angels were guiding us then, and they are here today. So right before, you know, um, we went live, you were saying you felt like it's actually like this auditorium around you filled with spirits surrounding you. <laughs> yes, it's true. In advance of um, connecting with any one of my clients or any one of my sessions, um, I, I practice some meditation and some grounding exercises just to really become focused. And I'm I'm seated in my reading room at my home today and just really surrounded by this auditorium full of um, spirit and full of angels. And um, everyone is equally as excited to be here um, in support of this conversation. So um, I feel as though I'm seated um, in a chair on a stage and just getting ready to just take this question and answer time. It's going to be great. This is wonderful. So just like you said, one of the things that we made sure when we were talking about this next episode was that we were going to take some call-ins. And if you are interested in calling into the show today, um, you will dial 646-716-9116. That's 646-716-9116. We already actually have a caller on hold. But before we get to that caller, so if you're listening and you're the one on hold, thank you so much for calling in. We're just going to talk a little bit more about, to catch people up who did not hear part one, a little bit more about you, Anne-Marie. 
So, again, talking from the last show, you just had these experiences when you were a child. Yes, yes, always, my entire life. And um, they've been amazing. And um, it was absolutely very natural for me, uh, my normal. And um, really learning how to balance them uh, has been the has been the caveat to all of it now in my adult life and juggling between um, being a mother of three and being in a human body, so to speak, and uh, juggling that space between heaven and earth here. Um, it, that's really what's happening for me, really trying to stay balanced with everything. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk with you about is as an intuitive um, you can really get a lot of information when you're around sometimes individuals or large groups of people. And that's one of the things that I learned for myself and had to do some training was to learn how to manage that. Uh, there was an intuitive who's passed away now, but she's fairly well known. Her name is Sylvia Brown. Um, for those of you who are listening, if you're um, looking for books, I think she had something like 10 books about her gifts and her communications. And I remember her saying in one of her books that, she would also have to make a conscious decision that if she was in an airport, you know, thousands of people, that you don't go up to every single person you get any information for and go up to them and start giving them a reading. <laughs> you know, hi, I'm yeah. a student. Your, your, you know, grandma came through and wanted to tell you dot, dot, dot. So she had, yeah. she had also learned mm-hmm. that, that not every moment she sees that opportunity that you learn to be discreet. If it was urgent, a matter of literally life or death, she would intercede at that time. So I wanted to talk with you a little bit about that process for yourself. Um, I know for me, even recently, there's someone who's, you know, going to be losing someone in their life. And um, that person who's going through this death process, you know, all of a sudden just pops up, you know, for me in, in, uh, in the evening and all of a sudden just tells me this message for them. But I know that person's not in the space to hear it, you know. Um, yet. And I've had yeah. that happen a lot when people are going through, they have a family member or a friend or a loved one who's dying. It's not the right time to deliver that, you know, so usually I try to write it down and give it to them months later when they're in a headspace to actually read that. So have you experienced that before and how do yes. you discern when the timing is right? Well, it, that's a really good question, Susan. And it is, um, I would like to be able to say that I'm never, that I'm not on or on duty so to speak all the time but the fact of the matter is is that I am and yes airports and the mall and even the grocery store can be very overwhelming for me at times and I've since found ways to uh, accommodate my own energy through those crowded and busy places Uh, for example when I go to the grocery store I wear my earbuds and I just listen to music while I'm going through the grocery store so that I intentionally um, create a little bit of a buffer between myself and everyone around me. But, yeah, you know, you can be standing in line somewhere and know that um, someone has um, a toothache, this kind of a thing, or that their deceased um, grandmother wants to give them roses because they just had a birthday or whatever. So it can be really intense, but... Um, I really have to say to myself, as well as to spirit, 
um, I'm not on duty. And it's a little bit like um, being a physician or um, maybe an attorney. You know, when we're at our office or when we're at our hospital, so to speak, then we're on duty. But when we're out and about, you know, you don't see attorneys necessarily giving advice in the in the grocery store line either. So <laughs> I really try to limit it to um, to sharing with my clients that or my friends that do have questions. I really encourage them to come and see me at the office, and that really helps me create a very healthy boundary between my home life, um, myself, you know, Anne Marie versus, you know, Anne-Marie, the medium. I really am uh, walking that fine line, that balance. And um, I know that in my experience with um, picking up clairvoyant or claircognizant information for some stranger, it's absolutely not appropriate to come up to them and to share something. And it is my belief that um, if there really is something that is very urgent that Spirit will make sure that that message gets to them anyway. So I don't have to read everyone. I don't have to save the world, so to speak. And that I do offer my gifts by all means very generously, but only if my friend or my client asks me to. Um, and then I'm very happy to say, oh, yeah, let's let's take a look at this. What do we got? And we'll go into session. But um, I don't typically offer the advice or the clairvoyance um, just off the cuff. I find that off the cuff information is a little bit loose and there is a great sense of humility I, I carry with all of these messages and these messages are not for me, they're for my clients. And so my role as this translator between heaven and earth is to ensure the integrity of the message stays intact. And so, in other words, I'm not careless with the information because I respect it. And you know that game that we all played when we were kids with the telephones, you know, the cup, you know, when you have the, and you, you speak into the cup and you, you, know, you talk down the wire, you know that game, right, Susan? Yes, yes. That, that by the time it reached the, you know, the 10th kid on the other side of the, the playground that the message had changed into something completely different. And that's just through play and being silly. But because I take the content of the information so seriously, my role is to have a very seated and sacred and safe place to offer those messages so that they can come with clarity and with confidence. You had mentioned um, clairvoyance. Uh, and, and during the first um, episode that you were with us, you actually had provided a brief definition of each of the clairs. Would you mind just mm -hmm. doing a recap again for those who are new to the intuitive process? Sure, yeah. Um, absolutely. This is actually one of my favorite workshops to teach as well, discussing the gifts. I call that workshop the four, the four gifts. There's... We have all of our senses, right? We have our, we have our seeing, our hearing, our feeling, our knowing. Are, are smelling all of those um, senses, and we actually have a sixth sense, which is the gift of intuition. And we all have intuition. We all have the ability to be psychic or to be mediums. It's really just being very, very talented in tuning all of those things in, and or creating the space to develop those skills. And 
those skills, if we look at them even closer, are um, clear cognizance, which is clear knowing, clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, clear alience, which is clear smelling, clear audience, which is clear hearing, and clear sentience, which is clear feeling. So in a nutshell, that's the clairs. And for some people, they have, um, when they're starting to develop their intuitive gifts or um, they, like you, have had that since childhood, there is usually one or more that are a strength of theirs. But I really do believe that sometimes all of them are available to us just in maybe different levels of um, awareness or or of strength. Is is that your assessment as well? Absolutely. Absolutely, Susan. And in, in my experience with all of this, you know, um, I was very blessed to really have amazing clairsentience and clairvoyance my entire life to the point where if I shook someone's hand, I could really sense what was happening for them um, on a, um, a health level. And for me, it was a lot of I had to slow down my own pace in terms of interpreting what they were moving through so that I could look at things more closely. And with clairvoyance and speaking of health concerns, medical um, intuition is one of my very favorite things to look at. Um, and with clairvoyance, I'm able to see, for example, if someone, let's take, for example, if someone has cancer, then part of my gift of clairvoyance is that I can identify where the cancer originated from in the physical body. And on an energetic level, we can take a look at how the disease began um, within our emotional and our energetic bodies, which is really, really amazing in terms of accessing a a strategy, um, an energetic strategy, as well as a clinical strategy to heal. And I've found that when you can combine both alternative um, healing solutions like Reiki or acupuncture or acupressure and um, and yoga, uh, com- you know, and you combine that with um, clinical approaches, you're really getting some work done. You're really healing. So I'm very grateful for um, clairvoyance, especially when it comes to medical intuition. And I've really learned a lot about um, the human body, um, having had it. And in one of my favorite experiences ever, I was seated with a client And this was early on in my professional readings. And um, I said, your father is here to my client. And I was identifying how he crossed over, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I said to my client, I said, I'm so sorry, I might need your help with this. I just feel as though his entire heart chakra is empty. And she said, yes. She said, yes, Anne-Marie. She said, my father... Um, had a massive um, heart transplant and he actually crossed over um, on the table. And so what he was conveying to me was the, yeah, was the empty physical cavity um, when he crossed Mm -hmm. over. So I was able to experience his body without a heart. And it was an amazing, I will never forget that experience. It was an amazing sensation for me. And I was really, um, it's just something as a medium that you don't ever, you know, 
you never really know what you're going to be coming into when you walk into a session. But um, it was an amazing experience for me as well as for my client because most importantly, what the spirit was trying to convey was that that while he was on the table and ready to cross over, he was not in any pain. And so even without the physical heart within the body, the pain did not exist. And that made all the difference for my client. And she was really, really at peace with how her father crossed over because it had been mm-hmm. so abrupt. It had been a, a resounding traumatic effect for the entire family. So there, we were really able to gain a lot of comfort in that moment. That was really great. That's wonderful. Um, Thank you. For those yes. of you who are listening that will be calling in to ask questions um, for Anne-Marie, if you're looking for a reading, um, a couple of things to note is that Anne-Marie um, is going to be working with your vibration since she's not able to have you seated in front of her um, or to physically see you. The vibration she's looking for is going to be that of your voice. So it's going to be important that if you are calling in today to make sure that you keep the the voice activated. So it doesn't mean that you have to provide any leading answers, um, but to have a conversation with her to make sure that you're stating um, your name in full um, so that she can pick up on your vibration. Um, And to kind of give an example of that, I remember one time years and years ago of, um, I don't remember if that was a, Muniki rights initiation or a Reiki um, or what it, what the process was, but I remember being revealed who I was, if that makes any sense, what my name was, my true name, my true, my true name would be. And it was a combination of light and sound, and I could never mm-hmm. in a million years ever remotely explain it because I just, I, I remember some of the hues of pink and some of the hues of purple, and I remember there was sound, and it was very, very long. It was like a language that we could never in human, our human brains could not ever replicate. And so that vibration of light and sound was my name. That, <laughs> you know, so I Beautiful. totally yeah. relate to, to what it is that we're looking for today. Um, and again, if you're looking for a reading, Anne-Marie will try to connect with those um, family members, friends, pets, you know, that we've lost. With that said, though, you know, angels, too, are going to be someone that we're going to call on because we can't necessarily command someone that we love to come through, right? Yes. Um, and I, I refer to also- it as an RSVP. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like I would like to talk with my brother right now and no, he might be busy doing other things. Um That's right. You know You can invite him to the anyway. party but he doesn't have to show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like in this life. Just like in this life. Um, That's right. And the other thing too that I can attest to is that sometimes you know, everyone's communication ability and their energy that they're able to expend is different. So just like again, everything is still the same in this life. Everyone has different personalities. Some people are very strong-minded and strong-willed, and just like when you are planning something, they're going to lead that, and they're going to put a lot of effort and energy into it. And then other times, people are far more passive and quiet, and it's harder to get them to talk. Same exact yeah. thing on the other side. Do you agree with that, Anne Marie? Okay. Without a doubt, okay. yes. And it's so it's so much fun because, you know, uh, when you have a very quiet, peaceful. I always like to use my family as examples when I'm getting ready to um, work with a new client. And I know that my my grandmother, I never miss her when she's present because um, she was very loud and very 
um, excited and she was always, um, you know, kind of coming in, uh, swinging from the chandeliers, you know, so it's, it's just as they were here on the earth, they are still uh, that they are in heaven. So it's great. So Absolutely. we're going to take our first caller who's been on hold now for quite a while. Thank you so much for your patience. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to sure. ask everyone just to ask one question only just to be fair to other people that are in the queue. Okay. So let's go ahead and take our first caller here. Hi, you're on the air for Zen Up. What's your name? Hi, uh, my name is Sarah Sturgis. Hi, Sarah. Good Thank morning. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, what's your question you. for Anne-Marie? Good morning. Hi, well, Sarah. Um, hi, Anne-Marie. <laughs> nice to talk to you. Um, I have a friend who I haven't been able to get in contact with for several years, and I'm just wondering if he's crossed over. I kind of have a feeling that he does, but I'd love to connect with him if he has. Oh, thank you, Sarah. That's a really good question. Um, and, and may I, Sarah, what is the first name for that friend? Let's take a look. His name is Miguel. And I'm sorry, can you say that again? Miguel. Very good. Let's see. I do see that he is still here on this earth, Sarah, mm-hmm. as I'm interpreting all of this. Um, and um, But is really... Um, and now I'm using my clairvoyance uh, with a guardian angel that is right in front of me. So this would be your guardian angel, Sarah. And and you're busy. Oh, my gosh. You've got a lot of things happening in your life. My goodness. I see yeah. your little ones all around you. And um, uh, in my image of you, you look really beautiful, Sarah. And um, I just want to – and also I see you primping with your hair lately. You must have just recently gotten a haircut. But um, it's it's cute. But I just to answer your question, Sarah, he is still here on this earth, but I do see that he is unplugged, okay? So that would indicate to me that he's not using social media. I don't see that he's on um, computer or phone and really not interacting with the world and is kind of, um, I, I, the angels just showed me the hermit card, okay? So I'm not a tarot practitioner, but I love how they presented that to me and that he's just really, um, Unplugged. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's your question. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And now what you can do though, Sarah, with regards to him, you can pray around this and you can ask your guardian angels and his guardian angels to get connected. Um, also want to share with you that I see that, um, he really is quite content and quite happy being unplugged, okay? So even as your guardian angels and his guardian angels can get the two of you to reconnect, he might be a little bit resistant, but just not as, an, not as a way to avoid you at all. It's nothing personal. It's just because he wants to be um, very reclusive, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Very good, Sarah. Very good. Great question. I'm glad. Thank you. Glad you called Thank in. You Thank help. you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you're so welcome. It's great to hear your voice. Thank you, Sarah. Take care. Okay, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Anne Marie, that's I think what yes. you're saying about um, you know, uh it has not, like just the comment they made to Sarah about it's not you. 
Um, that's so funny because I was literally doing a presentation on social media recently. <laughs> and towards the end of it, I, there is a slide that I was saying, and it's not you. <laughs> you know, and that's right. context completely differently that one of the things that is really hard for us, which is what we want to reach out to others for, whether they are here living or whether they're gone, um, a lot of times um, it's that we really need closure. And yes. um, it's hard for us to understand that sometimes it's not us. You know, it has nothing to do with us when someone's time was up and they needed to, to leave the, the body um, or if they are, you know, they disconnected from us in a relationship. Um, it has to do with yes. their own karmic, um, their own karma, their own, you know, contract with life. Um, do you have anything that you want to, to kind of share from your experience? Yes, absolutely. Well, and with that, in regards to that, Susan, by all means, you know, I have found that in friendships as well as romantic partnerships as uh, friends and family and romantic partners um, move uh, fluidly in and out of our lives, the the love always remains. And as to whether or not they've crossed over or they're just, for example, living in California um, in a in a cabin unplugged from society, um, you know, it just, the, the love always remains and anything that would have been within the partnership, whether it be friendship, family, or whatever dynamic, all of the, all of the pain or all of the discomfort or all of the, um, the reasons as to why, let's say two friends, they, they fell apart from one another, all of the pain or heartache falls away. And that stays in the physical body and then when the physical body dies all of that returns to the earth and so on a soul level um, only remains is love so no matter where you go and no matter what you do that is actually what is retained and when oftentimes we have karmic relationships that come into our lives in every relationship it's not a coincidence they are all sacred agreements that we as a soul group have already predetermined to come together and we get to take these relationships on. These are actually our choices on a soul level, okay? So mm-hmm. on a soul level, we all have these overarching archetypes that we've chosen, we've elected, believe it or not, to learn these lessons this lifetime. So let's say um, I'm going to be an extremely brave soul and I'm going to take on courage. So I could learn the lesson of courage this lifetime, for example, by potentially being um, in the military or being an independent mother or becoming a medium. Okay, all of these acts of courage are reinforcing continuously my life choice of taking on courage this lifetime. Another example of that could be forgiveness. And in my experience, um, those that move through addictions are very, very brave souls because they've come to this life in human body, take on addictions, and they are wonderful teachers because those that move through addictions teach everybody else forgiveness, acceptance, unconditional love, and oftentimes how to move forward a dynamic that has been toxic or unserving. So 
all of these relationships that we come into this lifetime, no matter what the outcome, is absolutely here to serve our greater soul progression. And it's kind of amazing if you think about how much we come in to teach one another and how much we um, contract between one another to learn from each other. So it kind of goes back to the idea, Susan, that remember, our soul is infinite. And while we're here on this beautiful earth, let's just say we're here for 100 years, it's like, wow, well, you know, in the infinity of our souls, what do we want to learn? So we say, hey, all right, I'll I'll take on addictions, and you can be you can be the, for example, the codependent, okay? And let's learn this this time, okay? So when you when you really step out of the um, emotional body or the pain body, um, and you begin to look at your relationships with spiritual eyes, it really softens the dynamic, and it's really. It really impresses upon myself as well as every client that I've ever worked with how temporary everything is, and which also lends to why everything is so sacred, because it's so fleeting. This earth is just so rapid, and our lifetime together is really, really precious. Um, but what a gift, right? We get to take all of this on, no matter the good, the bad, the ugly, and we take it on, and it's just so temporary. So it's a treasure. So I hope I answered your like, question, Susan. Yeah, absolutely. You just you absolutely reminded me of the concept of equanimity. And um, yes. And and recently, um, someone who um, I I so blessed to call a friend, um, Venerable Bonte Sujata. He does these morning coffee wisdom emails, and he put recently to not confuse indifference with equanimity. And I remember sitting with that, going, "I'm getting it, but I'm having difficulty." And I think that you just perfectly summed up what that means. Um, if you want to yeah. call in and ask Anne Marie questions, please call into six four six seven one six nine one one six. Um, so, Anne Marie, are you ready to take another call? Sure, yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much for calling in to Zenup. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Valerie Moore. Hi, Valerie. <laughs> thank you for calling Good. in. Well, Good thank you for having me on. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, Valerie. Hi, you're smiling ear to ear. How are you doing this morning? I'm good considering the weather here, but we're good. <laughs> good. That's fantastic. What question do you have for me this morning, Valerie? Well, I'm going to be traveling next week, well, week after next, I guess, not this coming week, and just um, wondering with the with the weather and everything coming along, how things are going to be for me. Oh, goodness, Valerie. That's an easy question. <laughs> you are, you're taking it easy on me. Everything looks beautiful, and I have to tell you that um, you're going to be, oh, Valerie, you are tired. You are in need of a break. This is, uh, this is very important for you. You've been working really hard, so this is important for you just to breathe, um, take a break, and rest. Um, I want to show you here, um, your angels are putting all of this under your nose, so to speak, in your face, um, and 
and and really getting your attention with a, a rest. Have you actually been moving through uh, allergies? Um, not really allergies, but just been working hard and a lot of stuff going on at work. So yes, I see you running. Well, they're really putting this in your face, and they're going to be making this apparent to you that it is time for a break. But to answer your question, um, it won't matter the weather outside as I look at all of this. Um, What really only matters is that you take your rest and put your feet up. Um, Here's what I want to show you, too. I know that while you're away, you're, (laughs) you're going to be saying, I promise I'm going to disconnect from the rest of the world, um, but you're, you're not actually going to do that, Valerie. I want to show you that um, you're going to be still talking on the phone. You're still going to be uh, really actually busier than what you think. So your angels are saying it's still going to be time for you to rest, okay? So put your feet okay. up and really enforce this rest. And now you have a new grandbaby, correct? Yes. Yes. And I see, just want to show you that I see that you're going to be um, communicating with um, the mom of the grandbaby, and that is going to uh, you're going to love that. So that's good. So keep your phone handy because you're going to have wonderful conversations with your daughter and your new grandbaby. Okay, sounds good. Very good. You're a, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for calling right. in, Valerie. Well, thank you, because, yes, this trip was definitely planned just to get a, just for me to get away for a while. So it's good to know yep. that it's all going to work out. <laughs> it's going to be really, really great. And make sure that you rest, okay? Because I, I see that you, you're saying, oh, my gosh, well, I have to sit still. And I see your head, uh, as soon as you hit the pillow, you're going to be falling asleep. So really give yourself permission to rest, Valerie. It's important. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to visit my daughter, so I'll make sure that – she knows that. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. And I, that's why I see her in your energy here. Yep. That's who you're going to see. And uh, by all means, it's going to be a fantastic trip. Oh, wonderful. Okay. okay. Well, thank you, yes. Marie. You're welcome. And take care, Valerie. Be safe. You will. It's going to be wonderful. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you again. Yes, ma'am. Take care, Valerie. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that's so interesting. As soon as she, you know, she, you asked her the question, all I could, and she was talking about vacation. I also, I saw work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and yes. it's interesting because it's, it may not necessarily be, I think we always identify work as, as going to a job, but sometimes things just feel like work for us as well. And, yes. um, and then we make things work that may not be work too, you know? And that's um, right. so, you know, yeah. So the one thing too, and, and I, uh, I believe that, um, we can relate is that when you get these messages, sometimes there's different ways to also interpret things, right? That's and, right. Um, That's right. I, I was cracking up when I got work. I was going, so is work work or is work like, you know, I can't unplug work or is work then I'm doing That's dishes right. work? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. And, and Valerie is a healer and a giver and an amazing mother and um, part of her joy comes through we're still talking about you Valerie I know you're listening and um uh, and she's laughing I can hear and so it's funny but um what Valerie is a a mother and a giver and very much um takes a great deal of joy in her work 
and and I say work as in mothering and and being an amazing mother and a healer. And so part of that, and this is a lesson for all of us, isn't it? That even as we are taking joy and caring and giving to others, we still have to make time to take care of ourselves. And um, when our cup, so to speak, is full, we all, you know, it's such a cliche, but it is so true. When our cup is full of rest and love and light and play and joy and laughter, then we have so much more to give other people. And oftentimes we forget or uh, sometimes through lots of transitions, we will err on the side of neglecting ourselves. Um, But the path of the healer is to really stay in balance and to not become um, so out of balance that, and I'm not saying that for Valerie at all, that that Mm -hmm. she's in unbalanced, just to be clear, but um, uh, in terms of a general um, population of healers, the greatest trouble that they have is making sure that they give back to themselves and also Mm -hmm. really replenishing their cup. Lots of ways to do that, you know, um, rest, laughter, joy, and um, oftentimes, especially as mothers, I think we we devote our um, our 20s and our 30s and even our 40s to our children. That oftentimes, by the time we're reaching that empty nest stage in our lives, we don't really we haven't really afforded ourselves an opportunity to to choose what we enjoy. And so, I encourage my clients and especially my healers to experiment with the things that they might like. And also the things that you liked before you, before, you know, when you were 15 or 20 or 25, those aren't necessarily the same things that you're going to take on as joy anymore. So it's constantly learning, constantly trying new things until you really discover something that you love that can give to you and help keep you in balance. So it's good. So there's one caller that I'm being drawn to. I'm going to skip ahead real quick. So I know that there's sure, some right people ahead. before you, but I really feel this almost sense of urgency pull. Okay. Hi, how are you? Welcome to Zena. Good morning. Hi, are Hello. you there? Hi, what's your name? Jean. Jean? Yes. Good morning. Hi, Jean. Good morning. How are you, Anne-Marie? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you this morning? I'm well, thank you. Good. And you're at Jean. your kitchen island. Is that right, Jean? I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And, and you're at your kitchen island. Is that correct? Uh, no, coffee table. Oh, coffee table. All right. I got gotcha. you. Here we go, Jean. How are you? What would you like to ask this morning? Well, I have a property uh, up for sale, and um, I just um, am looking for any uh, helpful information you might give me to help make this thing, this property, move quickly. Sure, Jean. And um, just looking at all of this, I just want to let you know I I do have spirit here for you. Um, This is an old friend of yours. Um, and I do hear her name as Pat, okay? And um, she's standing right behind me. And she is, she's actually, she just rested her um, left hand on my right shoulder. 
and she's smiling ear to ear, happy to be listening. She's saying, happy, happy to be taking the call here for you as well. And um, she is really loving you. And so she's saying, regarding the real estate question, um, more specifically, Jean, what would you like to know? Well, I've ha- this is about the third time I've had this property up for sale, and I keep taking it off the market. So this time I'm really um, – I truly want to move this property at this point. I'm, I'm ready for it to really sell. And so I'm mm. looking for any insight uh, you might have to, I, I've, I've just recently dropped the price. Um, Good. And so I'm, anything you think I might do, I've made sure it's being advertised on the internet, on all the proper websites and that kind of thing. So I've done all I can do. Um, that I'm aware of. So anything you have, any advice you might have that would be helpful would be great. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So Jean, this is, this is your, this is your large personal residence, correct? Correct. (laughs) Yes. And so this house, first of all, when I see this home, it is absolutely beautiful. And um, you have maintained it meticulously. I see that the views are astounding. And I see you have beautiful pine trees surrounding your property. And it's kind of on a little bit of a hill. And I see you have this beautiful deck that kind of wraps around the back of the house. And from that deck, you have this stunning view. Correct, Jean? I do. I'm on a mountain, and I have a view of um, of eight-acre lake behind my property. Yes, it's just absolutely beautiful. Well, to answer your question specifically, oh, Jean, and I have a dog coming forward for you, by the way, Um, and this is a beautiful dog just resting at my feet. And um, just want to share with you here, this dog has recently crossed over, correct? I lost a dog recently, yes. Yes, and this dog is really beautiful, peaceful, and just right here at my feet. So I have Pat and I have your dog at my feet. But to answer your so you've got a lot here happening, Jean. But just to let you know, okay, the house is looking good. It's just picture perfect. And what I'd like for you to do is to know that this will be a slow and steady process. And uh, the, when I'm looking at this, I do see that you will, through your realtor, have an offer coming to you in the month of November. Now, with this in mind, this is going to then happen very fast. And I do see that you're going to also be selling, or um, it's part of the negotiation pieces, some of the furniture um, in your home as well. So this is really good. Now, downstairs in the lower level of your home, you have uh, like a rec room, as I'm interpreting this, with a um, – hi, Jean, I think that this I is a, a – is this a foosball a table? And, no, a, and a, a gym. gym. And where is the yes. f- uh, foosball table? I, I don't have a foosball table anymore. That was with a cabin that I recently sold. I have a game okay. room, though, over the garage with a ping pong table. Ping pong. Okay, so the ping pong table, they're going to want to keep the ping pong table. Thank you for your help with that. <laughs> Okay, so uh, with the clairvoyance here that I'm seeing, um, that is one of the pieces that it, they're going to want to keep. So that, that's going to stay in the house. 
And and thank you they're, as they're taking me over to the rec group, which is I'm understanding, which is the uh, your gym. There are pieces in the gym that are also going to stay as well. So this would be the equipment, okay? But uh, and that's the weightlifting equipment, those kinds of things, okay? But to answer your question, these negotiation pieces are going to be really in your favor because part of what the sale of this house is to lighten the load, okay? And it's just going to really pull up your anchor and free you to be able to do whatever the heck you really want to do, Jean, and it's just fantastic. But here's the caveat. I know that you, of course, with all real estate affairs, you'd rather not lose any money, but I do see that it will be necessary for you to drop the price one more time between now and November, okay? And but here here's the here's the good news to all of this is that you can look forward to spending your Christmas in your space in Chattanooga or with your family, okay? In other words, you'll be out of your home by Christmas. Okay. Okay. Very good. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Wonderful, Jean. Thank you. I'm with Molly, and um, Molly has a question for you, um, if she may. Yes, by all means. Yes, okay. thank you. Jean, can I, can, I, can I just interrupt for one quick minute? Yes. Is yes. that okay? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, um, yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to also share. So, Jean, you're drawn to this. The reason why I, I leapfrogged you ahead, if you will, in there, there is a bigger thing that's around, and maybe this is Molly's question, but I just wanted to acknowledge that because what I'm seeing is that there is a dramatic life change and that there was also a dramatic loss in the past. So I don't know what that is, but this is all balled together. So your house did not previously sell because you weren't ready. And now that, there, now oh. that it's time... There's something now that you're ready to let go of, which is why it's going to happen. But that means you can't just sit back and let it happen. You're going to have to also work for for the house to sell. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but there. <laughs> I just wanted to share that. That's great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And and yes. And Miss Molly, how are you this morning? I'm very good. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, yes, Molly, absolutely. It's good to hear your voice. What can I help you with this morning? We are planning a big trip in November to Machu Picchu. Yes. And it seems like um, I don't know really anything about it except some pictures I've seen and such, and so I want to prepare to get the most out of the trip and not quite sure how to narrow that down spiritually um, to really get the most out of it and um, prepare in how what I need to do. Okay, and that's a really great question. Um, first of all, the trip is going to go over beautifully. And um, I do see that um, just in advance of your travel, um, there will be um, some minor delays with weather. So um, just to be prepared to go with the flow regarding your transportation. Um, and I do see that that's storm-related, okay? So... Mm-hmm. Um, are you flying out of the Chattanooga uh, out of Atlanta? Um, actually, out of Chattanooga. Out of Chattanooga. Okay, I hesitated, and I see that the Atlanta area is Jean's energy, so that makes sense to me in terms of the North Georgia um, alignment. But um, okay, stay open to. 
and I understand this, stay open to a last-minute kind of rerouting out of Chattanooga to Atlanta, okay? Okay. So this is going to be, um, I see you saying, okay, I guess we're going to fly out of Atlanta. So stay open to that, um, and it's not a problem. It doesn't um, influence the trip itself. It's just... um, just going to go with the flow, okay, Molly? But to answer sure. your question, the trip itself, as I'm seeing this, the trip itself, and I'm listening carefully here with a guardian angel for you, Molly, that's giving me all of this. This trip is actually going to be a very, very spiritual space for you. And in part, you do not have to have an agenda. And to take it as slowly as you possibly can will be to benefit both you and Jean, okay? Okay. Now, Molly, you've been extremely busy lately, and I see that you are in school, correct? I am, yes. Yes. And um, this is Massage uh, Hands Massage School, correct? Yes. Yes, and you have been very... uh, I see you kind of, you know, Molly, you are a talented healer, but I do see that you are kind of rolling your eyes with all of this, okay? You're kind of like, <laughs> yes, oh, man, you know, I know how to do all of this already. This just feels like this is so elementary. So yeah. it is totally okay for you to understand that it is safe to take a break. It is safe to take a time out from school and go get your batteries recharged, so to speak. We were just speaking of how important it is for healers to stay in balance, and that would be applicable to you for sure, Molly. So mm-hmm. no agenda is the agenda, okay? No agenda okay. is the agenda. Yes. Taking it slow. Now, Molly, sometimes you have a um, discomfort in your knees, correct? Uh, occasional, yes. Yes, I do see specifically your knee being highlighted here. So it makes sense as to why you are going to be, you're going to be doing a great deal of walking and hiking, Um, but the hikes itself will be very mild, which of course that makes sense because it's Machu Picchu. But please take the the easy path, take the light load, um, because that's really going to be enjoyable. Now, that's not in your nature, okay? You're not the soul that says, I'm going to hit the easy button. You're the soul that says, give me all you got. But what I want to let you know is that this is your time to learn how to walk slowly and how to hmm. develop a strategy for patience. And here's why, as I'm hearing, and it's in an effort so you don't have to miss a thing. And you won't. So by all means, that is the lesson with all of this. Practice patience on your body and practice patience with this trip. No agenda is the agenda. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. And, Andrea, so we're down to about a little uh, over eight minutes, and I just want to take one more caller. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Thank you, Jean. Thank you, Molly. Yes. Blessings to you both. Blessings to you. Okay. And who are we talking with on Zed Up today? Hi, are you there? Hello? Okay, looks like we lost that call. Hello? 
Oh, hi. Who are we talking with? Hi. Who are we with? This is Jane Fred. Good morning. Hi, Jane. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Fine. Thank you. Fine. Jane, it's good to hear your voice. What question do you have for me this morning? Well, it's very general. Um, I uh, derive joy in my life from interacting with my adult children and grandchildren. Yes. Yes. And I see that as my mission, my what I'm supposed to be doing, to be helping yes. them, loving yes. them. Yes. They've had some changes and transitions in their lives. And my general question is how I can best help them and how I can find peace within myself. Yes, absolutely. As I help them. So, Jane, I I have a family member here for you. And I um, am very excited to, um, and I'm just listening for her name. And, Jane, your mother has crossed over, correct? She did two years ago. Yes, and she's standing right behind me, and I'm, I'm, she's very quiet in her presentation, so I'm just asking her to step a little closer so that I can hear her name. And then I know that the breath was very challenged for her right until the end, but she is, was she on oxygen specifically, Jane? She was um, during the last week. Yes, she yes. was. Okay, thank you for that, as that's what she's presenting first and foremost. No, she's very peaceful, and she's very lovely, and she's coming forward. She's giving me images of you as a small child. And so what she's talking to me about, and what is your mom's first name, Jean? I'm not. She's not offering that to me. Her name was Jean, is Jean, oh, J-E-A-N. Jean. Jean. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, Jean. And... um. I, I I should have just said the J. Okay, but she is bringing me to these images of you as a small child and showing me what a beautiful young girl you were. And now you are a natural teacher. This is who yes. you are. And this mm-hmm. is, um, you have already been a, um, as a professional, you have been a teacher, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes, and so this is just part of your sole purpose, okay, Jane? And this is important for you. And to answer your question, you will be connected with your children and your grandchildren no matter where they go and no matter what lifestyles they choose to develop. Now, there are going to be some rather serious um, transitions, but when I'm looking at this for you clairvoyantly, um, I do see that there has been a lot over the past year. Just when I look at this, there's been a move. And um, I see that now here we are in fall. Now, Jane, you take care of two of your grandchildren on a routine basis, correct? I do. Yes, I do. Yes. You will continue to take care of them on a routine basis through this school year and into next summer. And there is a choice point for your daughter-in-law next fall. And so this would be August into September. And when I see choice points, these are things that are not fated, okay? But they are opportunities 
for us to make these these transitions if we choose them. So this is in the energy for your daughter-in-law to make a move. And I do see that this would be to um, further east of us. So this would be um, to the New Jersey area. Okay. Now, your daughter-in-law has family in that area as well as on the north side of New York City as I see this. So that is her network. That is her um her her loving energy is is really all highlighted in that area. Now, part We're down of about 3 though, minutes left just to okay, let everyone know. Thank you. Thank you. Here's part of this, that no matter if she does choose that route, Jane, you will always be involved in your grandchildren's lives, and there will always be a beautiful peacefulness. That will never change. Okay? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in, Jane. Thank you. Many blessings. Goodbye. Blessings to you. Bye-bye. I hope I answered her question for her. If you are interested in learning more about Anne-Marie uh, or to schedule a reading with her, uh, visit annemarieheckert.com. I'll make sure to post that uh, link on our Facebook page and also to promote Anne-Marie's 50th Angel Circle coming up on Friday, <laughs> October 5th at 7 p.m. in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania. And um, Anne-Marie, so we just have a couple of, uh, about one one and a half minutes left. You want to tell us really quickly? Thank you. It's, that's a big deal. Fiftieth <laughs> Angel Circle. Thank you, thank you, Susan. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope that I can read as many um, guests in person as possible. It's going to be a lot of fun, and um, there's usually in Angel Circles I limit the seating so that I can read everyone. The seating will be unlimited for this event, and I'm going to try to um, get as many people as possible. So come with questions and come with an enthusiasm, and it's going to be a fantastic night. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. So I know that I'm going to uh, plan on being there, and if people want to get wonderful. tickets, they can just they can go to your website? Yes. Oh, Actually, they can go to my website for the or my social media pages on Facebook and whatnot, um, but the, I do encourage them to um, follow the route to the bookstore, and it's actually a metaphysical shop in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania called The Inner Connection. And you can call them directly um, for registration and ticket information. And, um, and I'm sorry, I don't have that phone number memorized, but you can always look I it up online. It right the, oh, do you really? Oh, good, Susan. Thank you. It's The Inner Connection. Yes. So if you want to call for reservations, it'll be 717 774 4874. That's 717-774-4874. And I will also post that on the comments on Facebook as well. Um, Anne-Marie, you, you are such a joy. I think we have to make a part three. <laughs> Thank like you so much. Not get to all the questions that everyone has. Um, but this was just such a wonderful hour to spend with you. And I'm so incredibly Thank grateful. You. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And next time, Susan, you'll have to be uh, sure to ask me a question for yourself. Okay? <laughs> Sounds good. Or in October, when I come to your angel circle. <laughs> there you go. That'll, that'll be fantastic. Thank you so much, Susan. It's been a pleasure to be here today.
Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's Zen Up Messages from the Other Side, Part 2, with uh, spiritual counselor Anne-Marie Heckert. I hope to um, have you join me for my next episode. And until such time, be well and have a wonderful day.